Welcome to Grow Goodness with Grace. I'm Sophie. And I'm also Sophie. And today we are here to talk about the shit everybody thinks but nobody wants to say. last night that now that we're speaking out loud I'm just remembering this I had a dream that we had like all these sorts of podcasts and we couldn't keep them straight and so I would be like accurate welcome to this pod because you know like I don't know if you listen to any other podcast but like crime junkie will have like crime junkie anatomy of murder um oh there's this other like something files one they like have a bunch of shows with their like audio truck productions or whatever and so I had a dream that that was us and I'd be like I don't know what episode we're on because we have so many podcasts. We're so smart. <laughs> we're just so popular. And right now it's like, no, we just have the one podcast that we're kind of bad at uploading to. Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. Anyways, so welcome to – actually, it's probably 17 or 18 because I think yeah, I have to put like it that. There, which is kind of – we've came a far ways. Since um, April. Quick life updates. Or we. I was going to say – I was thinking about this during yoga – we should maybe do a little COVID update. That's exactly what I was thinking because too. I feel because like we're both stressed about it. When we started this, we started it during, and we like, it was just it's kind of like a timeline of events. So like when you go back in a few years and you like listen to these, <laughs> you kind of want to know where everything's at. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. COVID update. Um, North Dakota's hit the moderate and high risk again, I guess. So things are starting to shut down again. <laughs> Kind of. And, well, I feel like it's not necessarily, like, I don't think we'll go on full lockdown again, but I think it'll be, like, minimal capacity, wearing your masks, and, like, it's just this sort of time where I feel like everybody's just going to either be exposed or get it or something, and so it's just, business standpoint, really stressful. Yeah, for, yeah, I just... I don't know, but I feel like also my my clients, my brides, are kind of like almost immune to it now. Like they're used to it. It's not a shock anymore. Yeah, if that makes sense. So a lot of them are just like, well, if I have to do fifty people, I guess I'll do fifty people. Some of them are rescheduling again, but I don't think it'll be all of them. It's not like it's going to be in the spring where everybody was freaking out about everything. Now it's kind of like people are like, well, if I have to cut the guest list, I guess I will. You know what I mean? They're just kind of used to it. They're at the point where it's like, when does it end? So we're not going to I think it's like that transition where you learn to live with it and then Mm -hmm. how do you cope? But it's still, well, I suppose it just depends on the type of business. But like still for me, I'm like, I'm impacted because I'm like, I have like five people in class versus 20. And like my massage clients will be like, I've either been exposed or I have it. And so then it's like, shit, well now I like, and then my my list gets a little bit smaller. So it's just, it's frustrating. I just am it's like. It's so frustrating. It's like one thing after it's, the other. Yeah. I saw this picture the other day. I actually will pull it up because I sent it to my mom last night because it's like, you know, living with anxiety and all the things that make you anxious. So this guy is holding a bubble and then it says on there like regular anxiety and then all these bubbles start coming to him and it says, COVID anxiety, election anxiety, seasonal depression, oh. worried about global warming existential dread and I'm just like yeah this is it's just it's all the time like yesterday when I was driving I was thinking about COVID and then I was like we're doing things like in a sanitizing way but now there's like dirty masks laying all over the ground and people aren't using reusable cups anymore and you know what I mean 
Like they can't use their reusable bags anymore because it brings germs into the stores from home. So there's all of these like things where I'm like, what outweighs it? You know what I mean? <laughs> I think, and it's just so silly because it's like, and I like have complete consideration for people who get very ill. Like I feel super bad. It's not, it's not, okay, you guys, COVID is not a disease. Let's just point that out because I feel like people say it's a disease. It is a yeah. virus. And I feel bad for people who get the virus and get very sick. Like it's not like we don't feel bad, but it's like it's such a small number. And the fear that is produced by the media is so overwhelming. Yeah, I wish that it and could then, just be like, this is what's happening. Take precaution, but not like pump it down your throats all the time. And I think that's why your brides get upset. And that's why clients stop coming to you. It's like, because it puts fear in your head. Or we yeah. can just say, you know, it's getting a little bad. Like we're just going to drop back to 75% capacity again. Please social distance. You don't need to like lick each other's face all the time. It's like, let's just yeah. take a step back and instead of be like considerate. Like just the way that they write it, I mm -hmm. feel like makes everybody Always. freak out. It's like maybe just write the facts and like not put opinions and stuff in newscasts anymore. You know what I, I mean? <laughs> and I've just been like on this, like I need to get offline which is going to be our funny topic today because we are talking about the social dilemma basically the whole entire podcast and i'm sure you have lots of thoughts on what you watched and there's definitely things that stuck out to me as well but i'm just like my anxiety goes in flares and like high and low and i respond differently all the time to it but i'm just like i'm so incredibly sick of like social media social media being the like it's like where you can pinpoint where a lot of your issues came from yeah after watching this movie, I went through my Snapchat and I deleted, like, sorry, people, if you're listening and I deleted you. <laughs> I deleted, like, She's actually a lot a of brat. people that I don't talk to anymore. Like, if I don't, like, see you or talk to you on a regular basis, like, why have you on that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just deleted a bunch of people and I've kind of been slowly, like, if I'm scrolling through Facebook, oh, man. If I'm scrolling through Facebook and I like see a friend that I don't communicate with anymore, I don't know anymore, like it's a friend, you know, from a long time ago, I'll just delete them. Because like, I don't know, like it's not like anything against them. I just don't talk to them anymore and I don't need thousands of people looking at me all the time. I get really overwhelmed with social media, with the fact, and I know I always tell you this, I'm like, I don't like people in my personal space. Yeah. I'm not a vulnerable person. I will never upload pictures that are like, truly sentimental to me or like I just don't do that like I upload memes and that's basically like what I like social media <laughs> or of for. me or of you and that's literally like I don't post about my personal life ever and I don't know if like I we've probably talked about this in some sort of podcast but I'm going to therapy now and I like barely even like to tell her about my life yeah and that's like a person I pay to listen to things about my life so I just like I get overwhelmed when I have a lot of friends. Like, I'll go through and I'll delete, like, a social media page or I'll go delete a Snapchat and make a new one. Like, I delete things sometimes like that and people think I'm going through midlife crisis, which probably is, but I'm just, like, I can't have so many people asking questions mm -hmm. about me. It drives me crazy. Like, there was a situation last week where somebody asked my sister a very, like, personal question about me and it was probably in regards to stuff I post on Facebook or lack of lack posting of, on, on yeah. Facebook and I'm like fuck off like get off my shit it makes me so <laughs> mad like do you have nothing better to do than to creep on a profile that's like barely active like that just so you can snoop and be nosy like I just like yeah. it makes me want to delete all social media when it comes to shit like that mm -hmm. 
we should just transition right away into the social dilemma. I know you wrote notes. I wrote a few notes, but it's more so just like I'll talk about it and I'm sure you'll go off of it. Okay. (laughs) Because I was like... (laughs) I don't know if I can just continuously talk for an hour about it. Yeah, you give it. me you, your points that you thought were good, and then I'll, like, spin off of that. Because I don't have any points in my head where I do actually have a lot I want to talk about. I'm but sure once I say something, yes, I'll be like, I'll oh, be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you guys haven't watched the movie, there's this documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. And I have heard about it for, like, it's been out for a month or two, a couple months, hasn't it? And, like, I remember my friend Maria posting about it and being like, what do you guys think about it? And I had never watched it. So on our way home from our trip, I was like, I'm just going to listen to it because it's a documentary. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) My Um, favorite word. (laughs) (laughs) It's a documentary about how social media is affecting the world. And pretty much all of the people talking in it have either worked for Google or Facebook or Twitter or any, any of those big ones, like, they're, like, ex Can I side note ask you a question? Founders. Do you think they're going to get in trouble? Um, because it would be somebody who employed Facebook is now going and basically telling what Facebook does. I'm sure that they had to wait. Like, I bet it was, like, a, you have to wait two years until you talk. You know what I mean? Because oh, I, I know, like, okay. even with, like, Logan's job, like, he sells farm equipment, and he had to sign, like, a non-competition or non-whatever. Oh, non-compete clause, So yeah. he can't, like he can't talk about work for like a year even after he quit or something like that oh okay. you know what I mean okay which he didn't quit just saying that but um, <laughs> I'm sure it's something like that because I know there was like one little blip like at the beginning of it where the guy was like oh I'm so nervous to talk about this like did you remember seeing I did and I thought he said something about talking to his attorney or something but maybe he didn't maybe yeah, I just he pulled. probably did but then I was like okay does that mean that he like that's where I was like I wonder if they're like legally if they can or can't talk oh, I'm sure kind of where I'm I was sure curious about because I, I don't think they would make it if they couldn't. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? true. I know. I know. I'm sure, They're all getting I'm sure in there trouble. was some sort of thing where they had to wait. But anyway, it's about, like, social media and, like, all the people talking on it have, like, worked for, like, large – and not even worked. They have, like, founded or, like, created – like, one of the guys created the like button was one of the things that he did, like, on Facebook. And so it basically just goes, like, through – an talks about I feel like they did a lot of things on there that was not based on like creating the company but creating interaction on yeah on the device I guess or the social network like you said the like button or like this other guy was like an engineering like how can we get more people to be interactive or how can we get more people to like this ad or like do this ad you know what I'm saying yeah but the one guy that created the like button he did say he was like when we first made it we just thought like this is a way you could like spread positivity and spread love by like everybody you like it so like and then it became this like reverse psychology where if you don't get enough Mm -hmm. you're not good enough you know that kind of thing so he's like there was no intent of us making it that way and it just turned out to be that way and now it's turned into like the worst thing because you know people compete and like kids see that and they're like why didn't I get 5,000 likes and this girl did you know whatever Uh, but like one of the so I, I did write some like quotes down and stuff on here and one of the things that they said was, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. I thought that was, I loved that quote. It's so funny you yeah. wrote that because I was like, Tyler, that quote is like, it, I just like paused it because they have it on the screen. Yeah. If, um, yeah. And it, it basically says like, you are like you. They are selling you. You are selling us. Like when you go on to social media, 
and you think, oh, it's free, it's great, it's because they're selling us. They want, they're, they're buying our attention. They're selling our attention to ads. And they, the more that you do it, the more you get involved into it. And it like, they talk about how over time it slowly like changes your perception of things in life. So, which I want to talk about that politically a lot, and we don't have to do that right now, but when you say that, and like no political sides, I just want to talk about how politics, because I'm sure you have something wrote that down. That was because, literally one of my next oh, things. It was like... It makes me... That whole thing pissed me off, but I was surprised at how many people were surprised that we were the product, because I just... I think I have such a lack of trust in any sort of government or like higher power or anything like i'm just like of course they have our information of course yeah. they're using it against us yeah. did you think these were good people <laughs> yeah but the biggest thing like i remember like this is like the aha moment when i was watching it was um this one like really like hipster looking dude do you remember oh, I, of he's course got, like, i remember he's my favorite person yeah. on there <laughs> yeah he was talking about he was like this is how you want to describe social media to somebody else versus like when you think about it, you just think social media cool catching up with your friends but think about it in this aspect when you go and you search something on wikipedia do you remember this and you were to search like how to bake a cake or anything like that makes me yes i know exactly what you you're know what i mean about, yeah. and so the makes way like mad. when you google or when you search that in wikipedia it just gives you a definition like that's what it is that's what everybody gets it's the same thing definition of how to do that instructions of how to do that well Imagine going into Wikipedia and you search something and it changes for every person. Like you were to get different information than what I were to get. And that's how they explain social media because you see what this um, artificial intelligence puts in to show you. Because it okay, sells so it to you. Okay, so then let's add this to it because I remember in Google, then it, this was demographic. It's different. But it's, you, it'll say, if we're here in Minnesota, or just say North Dakota, excuse me, Wapton, small town. Okay, and then you say how to, and it'll list, like like you say, bake a cake, um, make cupcakes, How whatever. to drive in the snow. Yeah, all of this. Yeah. If you type in how to in California, you will get completely different pre-registered things to click, which I yeah. think is so yes. fucked up. Like that to me is like, it, it's like, again, changing your perception because it's already handing you the information yes. that now you think you want. Yes. And um, one of the things that they talked about, too, was, like, with political things. And, like, we're not going to talk about what we believe in, obviously, but it's, like, social media will show you, like, say you are a Biden supporter. It will show you all these things on your social media that support Biden. So then in your head, you're thinking, everybody's agreeing with you. Everybody is doing the same thing as you. So you go out into the world, and that's how people start getting in these huge like arguments is because social media is showing them that they're right. Yeah, I want to really tap into that because I was very upset. Or Trump, whatever. Because <laughs> I think the elections this year is just like, it's, it's so, my mind just, I cannot wrap my head around what's going on with the elections and like, what could or could not happen dependent upon who gets into office and we really don't even know what could or could not happen but as i feel like a small business owner we can both agree that it is scary to know like our businesses rest on the shoulders of whatever man becomes comes into office because right. we're in a pandemic and there's so much craziness going on in the world right now and it it frightens me a lot and i just like have a the divide and 
in the country right now and even the divide you see amongst everybody every day like I will have clients come in and it doesn't matter what side again this is we're not talking about sides but it'll be like if they're a Biden supporter they'll say how much they hate Trump and why they hate Trump like why would you say that to me and then vice versa a Trump supporter telling me why you hate Biden so much and why what he does wrong I'm like why do you say that to me I don't even understand why it's acceptable to be like I hate this person, but then it's so funny because, like you say on social media, they think everybody agrees with them. Because so social media only shows them what they agree with. Yes. And so I've noticed that, like, with TikTok. Do you ever notice TikTok? If you, like, believe in one side of things and you go through TikTok, they don't show you the other ones. They oh, only, they don't. No. They only show you the ones you like because they know that w that's what gets you att your attention. And then that's why you stay on social media. Yeah. But then I was noticing, I'm like, all these people saying to me why they agree they just automatically assume whatever political party they are that I agree with and then they start talking trash about the other side and I'm like this is the issue but the thing that made me so mad about it was they were talking I don't know what they called it but it was basically like they're using social media as a weapon to like get votes yes that's one of my okay is that what is that what the have, quote no I have one of the okay uh, say the, whatever you say so then I can add them because I couldn't remember so, what part of the movie it was it was the hippie guy was talking about how and I think it was like the lady with the really curly hair too oh yeah and they were talking her hair about, was big yeah she had big hair she was straight out of the 70s yeah she 60s was or whatever year they did that she never left the 70s was flat hair wasn't it that was when um, they had really straight hair probably flat was hair like I'm trying to think the 80s and 90s because yes. my mom would have been in high school and her hair was big what do they call it aquanet I don't know. It's a hairspray. Oh, Awkward I know it. exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Okay, yes. Anyway. Okay, anyways, anyways. Um, and they were talking about how social media sends... Okay, well, to backtrack, pretend you don't have social media. Like, it doesn't exist, and you just know you should vote. Like, you just know, I should do that. But people probably just think... Nah, kind of lazy today. I don't think I need to do it. Yeah. But social even I would say four years ago, I was like, mm, will I make it to the voting up? Whatever. Yeah. It's I'm like, eh, probably. Like, like, you know you should do it, but yeah. it's like, if you don't have somebody constantly telling you, you you either will or you won't. So now with social media, they have, they called it subliminal cues um, to urge people to vote. So like, they're talking about how in the real world, social media is changing what people are doing by just these like little cues on social media that say like it's a little like button on the side that says vote 2020 you know like it just it's always reminding you you should do this you should do this I feel like they're not even subliminal anymore I feel like they're literally at the top of the page and I like try to click the x oh, on yeah. Instagram and it's like you need to vote and these are the reasons why but prior to this I would agree this yeah. voting year is so different and I don't know if they maybe like didn't I don't know when this movie was produced but I feel like now it's like they're just in your face like all day about voting but prior it was just like little things yeah. here and there about like how voting makes a difference in an article or something like that yeah. and you see it and it's like yeah you should vote but it's it was talking about how like social media is now changing real world problems and like if they can make everybody go vote what else can they make people do mm -hmm. so well it's kind of the same where you're like the mask mandate and it tricks you into thinking like it basically it changes your perception, good or bad, and it makes you do certain things. So if you read an article about masks, of wearing them or not wearing them, and whoever, like, who cares what you're doing, really? I don't care. But, like, it's like, do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? It's just all of these huge world problems that we're facing in today's world that, like, social media is just the backbone. But I want to get into the politics super quick and just 
finish that part up because I have so much other stuff that pisses me off too. But with the political stance, the thing that makes me so angry about it is because like you said, and you know, it's both sides of the party that do this. Of course, they're going to do it. How would you win the election if you didn't do it? So we're not saying it's one-sided versus yeah, the other. Yeah, one's obviously going to do it. If the other doesn't do it, then, then they will lose. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they would do it. But it makes me so angry that like, not only just say you support um, like the left or you're a left party supporter. So it'll show you all these left party supporters with you in hopes everybody's agreeing with you that's what you're thinking but not only does it show you that but it shows you all the horrendous stuff the right party right party party <laughs> right party quote unquote does bad so not only or do you think versa. your party yeah or vice versa so you think your party's super good but now you have all these reasons why the other party is super bad and then the guy commented so somebody was like well what do you think that this is going to cause you know, even in 10 years, 20 years. And he was like, oh, civil war for sure. And then I was like, that is so true. It won't be like the day-to-day -day, like grind of life. It's like social media will be the sole cause of the civil war because, because of the way it's, how do you want to say designed? Maybe the algorithms, what it's doing is creating. It's splitting people. Yeah. And I feel like even, I don't know when, like you said, I don't know when this movie was made, but this year was just like a blip into that with like all of the Black Lives Matter movements. Like imagine that worse. And that was pretty bad with like, not the, the um, protests, but the riots. Mm -hmm. Like imagine like the rioting worse than that. And it makes people think that it, it, you can justify that what your wrong actions are are right. And I don't care what people say. I will never think it's okay to burn somebody's business down for no sole purpose. Like, that is illegal. That yeah. is not okay. Protest, yes. Protest, Protest yes. Stand up for you what you believe in. You can stand up for what you believe in all day. When you burn somebody's shit down, like, fuck you. That is the worst. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I don't care. So people probably want to edit it out. But I don't care. I'm like, no. You suck. But then when you go on social media, it almost, I feel sorry for people because it makes them think that what they're doing is for a purpose, for a cause. It's right. It's, you know, like it, it just makes no sense. And I think when people do it, they like, and that's just an example. Like I feel like, in it. I feel like in the upcoming years, it's going to be something political. It's not going to be that it's going to be something else. And then it's going to get worse. People are going to literally burn towns down and not, they're going to think it's okay because social media. They will think it's okay. Yeah. Social media tells them it's okay. Yeah. And you know, if just imagine how fucked up it would be if you went into like a conference room and there was a meeting going on of people saying like, okay, you know, you have no backstory, you have no social media, you don't really know what's going on, but you know, like, let's just say there's a cause that they're fighting for and to get to this cause, they're going to start like shooting people and burning things down. You would be like, okay, these people are crazy. Yeah. But when you're on social media, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's a great idea because they have A, B, and C facts. And it's, it's, I'm like totally, and I don't want to manifest. Like I, I really don't want to be like, this is what's going to happen. But like, we will be in a civil war. I think in North Dakota, we're like semi more safe and like yeah i feel like everybody here protects themselves anyway so i don't know if i don't think anybody's gonna dare. fuck with north dakota <laughs> because we're all crazy and have guns and like yeah. we'll shoot you but if i was living in like la or something like that Portland i would be any big, yeah any big city with just angry people mm -hmm. i would be terrified yeah because i like i would i would be surprised if civil war wasn't the case and it's not it's not even anybody's fault but these social media engines like i blame them entirely and then facebook 
another thing that pissed, <clears throat> pissed me off about this is Facebook's always like, we're trying to block fake news, and they're all about like giving the perception they're blocking fake but news. But they are not. Yeah, somebody who works for Facebook said they're not. Like, how can they? And like, they no, just pick duh. and choose what they want. Yeah, it's like, no duh, actually, how can they? But we're so stupid to believe like this isn't fake because they're blocking fake news. Yeah. We're just dumb, but like, shame well, on them for dumb. doing that to we're us. We're the sheep. <laughs> yeah, we are the sheep. That's yeah. their goal, to make us stupid and to make us follow what they believe. And then I'm like, who's really behind it? If you really want to get into conspiracy theories, which I don't because I'm like, that's not a good rabbit hole for me to be in. Yeah. I need to get out of that. But if you really want to, you're like, hey, but who is like actually doing this? Like coronavirus could have just been a virus that, you know, super shitty thing happened. You know, let's try to fix it. But instead it became political. It became, you know, like what our world – peace is resting on right now mm. is like this coronavirus and it be became this great divide of like if you don't wear a mask you're probably voting for so and so and you probably hate people and you're probably this and this and this and it's like no actually I'm just not wearing a mask because I don't want to get zits so which is a <laughs> shitty thing to actually, say I'm just but walking like, down the street but you know what I'm saying yeah it's like you, you know there could be so many people have the dumbest reasons why they don't do things it's not usually a political divide honestly people don't care that much but it's just yeah whole... I just really don't care I'm like can we just be nice to each other yeah I have friends that vote for Trump and I have friends that are voting for Biden and I love them both and I don't I don't even literally care I do not care I don't know why people get so mad at other people for having other opinions it just doesn't makes sense to me and to me the craziest thing I'm just like I just want people to recognize okay just say like I don't care who it is we'll just say you're voting for a particular person you're not probably voting for them for anything that's happened to you in the past two years you're probably voting for them because you were raised a specific way or you had a specific trauma or you dealt with something specific that directly impacts you of the way this political party votes you know yay or nay on a topic it probably impacted you deeply growing up and there is a reason why you do the things you do it's probably not just something you learn like you know what I mean it's almost engraved the way you were taught or the way you thought so it's all these life experiences that have you vote the way you do and I think it discredits people so when it just makes me sad because if you're like I'm voting for this person people just automatically jump to like you're a shitty person and this is why it's like no you had all of this life trauma or experiences or good or bad that happened to you that made you vote the way you do and people just like do you know what I mean yeah, it's and like people they look also, past that yeah they just are like this is what I've grown up with this is what I'm gonna do mm -hmm. but it just the whole thing though that it comes back to is like the perception and the way you view things it makes it's you hate skewed. the other political side and it makes me so sad because I'm like they're not bad you know what one percent maybe are extremists on both sides the other 99 percent mutually want to see good happen for the country. Right. But you're shown the extremist side for both parties, one you All agree the time. with, one you don't agree with, and then it makes the divide in the country. That This is a very, like, I'm, like, scared. Like, this is a so, scary So, moral topic. of the story, Kanye West, 2020. <laughs> oh, I'm like, just kidding. What the, <laughs> <laughs> the actual fuck, though? <laughs> Did you know that some states wouldn't put him on the ballot for, I don't remember what reason. It was, like, he was late at applying or something like that. Oh, I'm sure he was. So some like states have him on there and some states have don't. That's what I heard from one of my clients. Well, I'm not weekend, surprised. But 
I just thought it was so funny. And now I'm really into watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So I'm just like, this is so funny. <laughs> I feel so bad for Kim. Let's not get into that. <laughs> but yes. Okay. There is another little. Oh, okay. So kid. you tell me your point and I'm going to. So the first kind of part mind. of the show is kind of talking about that and how like social media changes like your perception of the world and like how it feeds for your attention. And then I think kind of like the second half talks about like young girls and like high school age type of stuff but one of the quotes that kind of um spoke out to me I guess was people will sometimes say like social media is a tool and we're even like we say that Mm -hmm. but then after watching this they said if something is a tool it just sits and it waits to be used social media is not a tool it's demanding your attention and your psychology because it always wants you to be using it all the time and the fucked up thing that I notice as a business owner in it is if I'm not super active on my account or if I so I've told you this before when I'm kind of trying to figure out the algorithms for Instagram and just say like I want to post something I want people to see it just say it's like an upcoming workshop okay so I post about it I then have to be active on social media for 10 to 15 minutes after I have to comment on people's things get them to comment back to show I'm active on the platform and then Instagram Will get people's will get my yeah get people's attention. They they will post my ad on other people's accounts. But if I just post something and I'm not active, I will get like Nothing. a fourth of the likes, maybe a tenth of the likes that I would normally get, which I think is so messed up. So that's why I pay for sponsorship is because I'm like I don't have time to sit here. So then I'll pay them. So then they become the product and not yeah. me the product. I pay them to like I need people to see this this is and it sucks because I don't want to use social media but it's like if you don't you're gonna you have you're to. a ghost yeah for a business so I'm trying to like be more website friendly and stuff but you almost have to use it as your tool but then like he said like I pay for the tool if that makes sense yeah it's not but if I don't pay for it then it demands my attention or I'm not gonna get the business yeah. but I also think it has to do with like the types of people that we are versus other like some, and I think it's an age thing too. Like we didn't grow up with like Instagram in high school and stuff like that. Like I think I got it like my second half of my senior year. Like it was like, you know, like we Oh had, gosh, yeah. I didn't even utilize Instagram no. basically until you were like, you need to do it for your business. Yeah, like we didn't grow up with Instagram in high school. And so I feel like going forward, like for me, I try to not get wrapped up in it too much. Like I use it to post my stuff for my clients and I use it to like I, show I see it's things. like a fun creative outlet I yeah think. and so I think that kind of mindset yes it's a tool but then you have like the reverse where you have like younger kids where they're just waiting they are waiting for somebody to comment to like to message them and that's when it becomes like not a tool anymore that's when it becomes like bad for your psych or whatever. So you know what really interests me? Me and Sophie are part of this really funny group called Miss Lifestyler <laughs> on Facebook. Okay, so, so basically what it would be is like a big chat room for women. women across the ages of 20 to 40 that just like bitch or ask questions or chat. And what I see so much in there and I am shocked all the time is like somebody will post a picture and be like, which one should I post? Which preset should I do? Right. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? Like, it's like, they are like, should I do a picture of me smiling or not smiling? And when I post a picture, it's usually the only one that I have taken. And or I just don't care. Yeah. Or you're like, I really love this. And, I, and I, then I feel like it turns into they're doing it for the likes. Yes. And not the actual photo that they want to post. And I, it confused me right away when I was like, what? 
you want to post this, one of you smiling or not smiling, I'm like, who even takes those pictures? Like, it confused me, but we didn't grow up with it where yeah. we were utilizing it like that. Yeah, Can you it, imagine what your pics would have been in high school? <laughs> I deleted all of them. <laughs> Camouflage, gun pics, uh, riding horses. I have that picture. Do you know I have it? Which one? The one of you with your gun, your senior picture. How do you have that? Because you didn't delete it in time, and I got it off your Facebook. So I have it. I was going to post it on your wedding weekend. Please I was don't like, ever post she that photo. I would have kicked you out. <laughs> yeah, I do have it's it. It's not me. <laughs> Imagine what we would have posted. I've evolved. Me and my friends in high school made this video. We didn't even, I don't even think we had Facebook. Or maybe it is, is on it Facebook. the dancing one? Yeah, yes, like I've half of us dressed before. up as boys. And the other half is like hot chicks. I'm trying to think, if, I think it was To Baby Got Back. Is that what that song is called? Yeah, it was so funny. And it was like. I remember that. Girls in high school now versus girls in high school then. And girls in high school now are like half naked, good tits, lots of makeup, pictures. And TikToks, we like, know how to yeah. dance. And then there was like. We were like pimpled face girls with like. No, no. Ratchet hair. My friend Alyssa, did I ever tell you about our YouTube page, which I'm not going to tell any of you what it is. But <gasps> is it still active? Yes, but you'll never be able to find it. It doesn't have our names or anything on it. Oh, I'm definitely going to figure it out. Who is your friend? Um, Alyssa, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't have our names on it. Yeah, we but I will reach out to her. Alyssa, if you listen to this, I'm coming for you. I will tell her <laughs> not to tell you. What were your videos? So the videos were like us just literally being stupid. And we were <laughs> pretending to be these other people. And we'd like, our names were these like two man names. And we'd be like, no. I'd be like, Alyssa. And she'd be like, I'm not Alyssa. The dog's name is Alyssa. Because oh. <laughs> like, we were afraid. Or is it just commentary? Yeah, we were just talking. And we were just so dumb. And like some of them, we'd be like riding in her four-wheeler. And we'd be like going out doing things. And it was the dumbest thing ever. It's so fun. But it was so fun. I yeah. feel like that was the age where the camera was coming along and you were recording yourself. Yeah, we would record ourselves and we'd just post the stupidest things and like call ourselves these man names because we were afraid we'd get stolen if they knew our real name. <laughs> but really though criminal minds um anyways there was this such a funny tiktok it was like me and my sister when we were little working on a performance for eight hours coming upstairs <laughs> to perform to my mom and my mom being our biggest hype girl and my dad being like is this almost over i'm like i feel like that's so accurate we used to get our neighbors together and perform all of the time me and shelby and katie uh, no, maybe it was me and Katie and my little cousin Libby. We used to always make like cheer yes! things. And we'd always use Libby because she was like four or three. Was it like a bring it on motivation? Yeah. <laughs> and we'd like use her and we'd like put her on our shoulders and stuff like that. And we'd make little like dances. We used to hang up sheets in the basement um, of my friend's house. And it would be like, is it like let's get ready to rumble or something like or that? Like, Oh, yeah. Cold in here. There must be some Tauros in there. Bring it on with such a, such a motivation. Such a vibe. Such a vibe for creative creative spirit. We used to, like, whip through the curtains, <laughs> or it would be the sheets that were, were like, please don't fall off the wall and just dance and party. It was so fun. Yeah. And now it's, like, nobody knows what it was. Like, nobody, I, nobody's stupid anymore. Oh, my gosh. My brother just told that me. That was another thing, though, that they said that in the thing was, Kids now are afraid to take chances, and they are less likely to get their driver's license, and they're less likely to go on dates because they just like aren't as outgoing anymore because they don't have to be. They just can sit on their phone and communicate that way. 
That's so interesting. I do feel like we were a little bit affected by that because of like talking to boys. Like I was always texting boys, you know, just like sixth grade whenever I got a phone. And so I didn't necessarily have to communicate. We're probably on the very edge of that. But also I would say that we didn't use it for like our entire life. So we were still very outgoing and social and And I definitely had text limits. Yes, we had tech. Oh gosh, yeah. You got five hundred a month, and after that, <laughs> like you had who to were pay you using those five hundred for? <laughs> <laughs> that's so. That's so true. I feel like it's just such a shift in that, and that's. It's so sad to me because, like, I love to be social and to just like be loud and obnoxious. Not not all the time. Not all the. It's like a ten percent of my personality. But if I'm doing it, like I'm like I love to be outgoing and communicate, and I like get energized by talking to my friends in public and just like going and doing things versus like a lot of kids, like you said, just retract and they're on their phone. And it kind of, it, it's so crazy because it's social media, but I think it makes you more antisocial. Yeah, it does because it makes you like afraid to even like buy tickets to go do something or go out to eat or, cause you know, now people have breeds and they have like delivery and the, like, I mean, COVID aside, like, I feel like kids just aren't as outgoing because they can just sit at home and text. They don't have well, to, Well, even like, think of, like, and I hate the grocery store, so I'm going to be fully the first to admit I use Instacart or Walmart pickup or whatever it is. But, like, just think of stuff like that where you were supposed to or should, you know, in a sense, those are places where you would interact in a social environment that you don't have to anymore because, and that grocery thing is the bomb. But I'm just, like, or even yeah. you can pick up anything now. Like, Target pickup, Best Buy, you can go pick shit up there. It's, like delivery yeah. everything which i am just as you know guilty of using I mean, it. right now it's super nice I oh mean, and it's totally different right now covid like, you know we it's understandable but like beyond that yeah kids like they say that kids are too afraid to get their driver's license and they're like they can't call like people like and i'm like even one of those people i hate making phone calls to people i don't know but it seems like it's even worse the younger age. Like, they will not talk on the phone. Like, they will only text. If they have to talk on the phone, it just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? What's so funny is my brother, my little brother, Jack, is very, like, business-oriented. I feel like, well, he told me, or he told my mom, I should say. I don't know if Jack he told is a different me, breed. He actually goes out and, like, oh, he's fishes so and hunts social. and loves to do all that stuff. Um, he told my mom he was going to be a plumber or, like, some sort of like higher CEO, which is so funny because he's smart because like plumbers make really good trade jobs are phenomenal. But anyways, he was so funny. Like when he was little, I, I don't even know what age my mom should have to like, she listens, she'll tell me this, but he was so little and he would like call and make his own appointments. She'd be like, <laughs> you want to call the dentist? He'd be like, okay. And then he would call. And I was like, what little child? Like even now I'm like, Mom, who do I go to the dentist to? Or if yeah. I'm like, Dad, can I? You're like, can I make the appointment online? <laughs> I'm like, Dad, can you just like call? And he'll be like, no, but so-and-so has this. I'm like, could you just call and say your daughter's looking like for my tires? I feel like yeah. he'll call the tire store. <laughs> like, this is what my daughter needs. And he'll be like, Scott Johnson, just tell him Scott Johnson. I'm like, yeah. Dad. <laughs> yes. But it's even worse the younger you get. Well, because everything's, everything's a but button. Like, you can yeah. just. And girls especially. They were talking about girls, and I did write down some of these um, rates, which will probably make you really sad, because I know you said you got really sad when you watched this part of it, but it was... Oh, the elephant ears. Well, yeah, they, that was, like, the video, but they started talking about, like, the like button and, like, how they originally made it to, like, be positive, and then it ended up being the quite opposite, and they had this chart of... Um, 
the first one was like girls hurting themselves like you know cutting or you know something like that and it was like from 2010 on like before 2010 and then 2010 on it went up 189 percent in preteens and I think the other one was like 70 or 80 percent in like teenagers still a huge number but preteens was like 189 percent and then from 2010 on suicide was up 151% in preteen girls. And I think that the teens was still like 70%. So it did go up a lot, but it wasn't as much as like preteen. And they had kind of like, that was like 2010 was like the time, if you do remember, because I graduated in 2013 and we were just starting to get Instagram. We had Facebook. I don't even think I, I'm trying to think of when I had it. It was probably my senior year. I had Facebook, but Facebook at that time was like, that's for old people. Like, everybody was old that had Facebook. So there was Facebook, and there was, like, MySpace. Oh, I never had And then MySpace kind of, like, toppled out, and then Instagram came, like, in 2013, 2012-ish, I think, time frame. So from 2010 on, those rates had went up, and they were like, Gen Z is the first age where social media is beginning in middle school, and that's when those rates went up. And I think it's just so, it's so hard because you'll just more than likely, the popular girls in school are probably more so the girls who get hundreds and hundreds of likes on their shit. Like, I remember being shocked at, um, okay, because when I had Instagram, I really don't even think I was an active Instagram person ever my whole life. Like, I will go six months without posting and then post, like, ten pictures one day. It's, like, the complete opposite how you should work social media until I got my Instagram for business and then it kind of flipped. Um, And that's when I started to utilize it more because it's just, you know, whatever. But um, for girls who do it, what I see now is, like, Girls will get, like, thousands of likes of people they don't know. And I will be so excited if I get, like... A hundred. A hundred, whatever it is. And I don't even like to get excited about that, which I think is so important that people should look at is, like, who likes your things? Who is supporting you? Who is your who is commenting on your shit? You know, who likes my stuff? All of my wonderful, amazing clients, um, you know, who want all my wonderful, amazing family and friends who support my business is who likes my shit. And I know it's business, so it's different, but there's the ones who comment on my Facebook. Like, why wouldn't you want people like that? Like, you don't want fake people or creepy dudes who you don't know so liking your shit dudes. so you can have more likes. Like, it shouldn't be about that. And I am more blessed because I grew up with it not really matter. Like, doesn't matter. But the reason I, I need likes is to make sure my shit stays active on Instagram. Yeah. So it's more of like I got to try to like. It's more of a business thing. It's yes. not an a ego thing. Totally. Like if yeah. I don't get likes, I don't care because if I go and look who likes my stuff, I'm like, oh my gosh, it was all my sweet people who were at my 9 a.m. class that liked my post that I talked about my 9 a.m. class. Like right. I really take to heart the people who comment and like my stuff. Like, I love them. That actually go. Yeah. Like, some mm-hmm. of my top people who I know follow my account are, like, my favorite human beings on the earth. And I love that so much where right now it's just, like, a competition. You could have an account that, like, is, like, the creepiest dude ever is liking your shit. And you would be sad if you didn't get that like because no, your friend them. got that like. Yeah. Oh, I block a lot. I get, sorry, parents, if you're listening to this, but sometimes I get, like, dudes that message me and they're like, hey, 
I'll be your sugar daddy. It pays thousands of dollars a month. And I'm like, do you want to buy my feet pics? Get some to go away instantly. <laughs> Remember the night before your wedding, you got a sugar daddy request. I'm like, pros and cons of Logan versus sugar daddy. I was like, I did just get a pedicure. Would you like a foot picture? I will sell my feet all that they are worth. I, I do not care. I'm not above selling feet pics. We've established. I've had no bites though, so kind of, kind of sad. Only fans feet pics. Yeah. But the day, the day I get somebody to buy a foot pic, I will let you guys know. But honestly, though, like you can make good money if you get the right clientele. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the whole social dilemma thing. It just honestly. Like, people are like, it will make you depressed. And it didn't necessarily make me depressed. I got super pissed. I got pissed at the monetary value corporations put yes. on people. Yeah. Like, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. And, that like, my business model, I, I, I'm assuming yours, every small business model is you do things for your um, clientele and for the actual product or business you have and then versus the money. Because the money, you know, in some of my absolute favorite months of my life, I have been – you know, so broke, like, I can just maybe pay my bills. Like, I don't even know, you know, in, like, the grand scheme of the business. In some of my worst months that I hate, I made a lot of money. So, it, like, monetary value versus, like, industry value is, it's so, it's not even comparable to your happiness. And I'm like, fuck all of you who literally, like, focus on the money and not the product you have and not the people you have. And that's, yeah. the, that's the whole reason why everything with social media is wrong because it's monetary value they don't care like people get concerned like they know where i am all the time they know this and this about me like they don't care they, they just don't make care money where, off they of don't you. care where you are or what you're talking about or what you believe in they really just want to make you click on an ad yeah so if you're at like i don't know the wilkin for dinner and i mean this is hard to say because it's the Wilkins not a big place, like or not a franchise. Let's think of a franchise. Maybe you're at Target, McDonald's, and then all Target. of a sudden they start showing you Target ads of all these things that you need that maybe were in your cart that you didn't buy, which is fucked up, but they just know. I don't know how old they know, but they know. <laughs> and it's like they'll start doing that to you, and it just makes me angry. I'm like, you feed off of innocent prey. You get people to spend their money when they can't afford to spend their money. You know, just, it's just not like it's just not a good quality to have. Does it stop? Hmm. Talk. I'm talking. Oh, it did talk. Okay. Okay. I'm like, why is it not making any bars? <laughs> it's probably because I'm far away. Usually I'm shouting and then it like makes the bars like, whoop. Yeah. Oh, there, that one went. There it went. That yeah. No, I get that. And like there was another point that they said like, we'll just adapt to it or whatever. And then they had went through, they were like, you know, social media is like the one thing that has increased like exponentially. Like every single year, it doesn't just rise a little bit. Like. Cars have gotten better in 50 years. You know, like from 50 years ago, they're better. But they're not flying. They're not, you know, like they're still on the ground. They're still wheels. They're still driving, like steering wheel. The technology's just gotten better. But like social media and like that kind of technology has skyrocketed in 50 years, if you think about it. It and really has. Our brains haven't changed at all. So they say, like, we're just going to adapt to it. But we as humans, have not changed. We don't I've, have the capacity to adapt to something like that, and especially in such a short period of time. Yeah, it's not like we are changing. Like, our brain structure is not changing. We're the same. Everything else is changing. So they, when they say we're just going to adapt to it, like, yeah, we will say we're adapting to it, but really in the long run, how is this going to end if we... Terribly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm such, like, again, the mental health game 
my husband used to say this to me all the time and I'm like you're crazy and now I'm like he is so true so and then and it wasn't even social media like whenever I would have spells of like feeling terrible wrapped in my head you know I just couldn't like escape or whatever and I just had really bad spells of like depression or anxiety I would always like lay on the couch and watch tv and he was like Sophie it will make you feel so much worse you need to like get your brain off of that tv and go do a b and c or whatever and it is so true and now instead of tv it's more so like social media that I'll cling to and I feel 100% better <laughs> well tiktok is just jokes so it's <laughs> but that's all I follow is comedy I don't follow any of the other weird shit which is probably still bad for you but it literally like it was not it could not be more true how much worse it makes you feel to be on social media and then I hate to say that because I'm like my business runs on social media so I'm like yeah. I'm so pulled but it's a difference though yeah there is a difference, but I'm like, I also need those. Then I'm part of the problem because then I'm the one who's like, I need people to be active on social media so they see my stuff. Yeah. And I totally get where an advertisement company comes from in that because if I, the, you know, you saw my business grow, the more I'm on social media and the more active I am as a business, the more active users are. Like my studio is filled. Yeah. And so it's just, it's it sucks. It's not good for any of us. No. So that was pretty much like we're kind of getting to the end where it will be too long if we keep going for too much longer. But I just wanted to talk about the Social Dilemma movie because I thought it was so interesting. I even watched it twice because I was like, this is fucked up. Like, if you think about it in other people's perspectives, like, I feel like I'm pretty like mentally stable where I don't, I don't need any sort of like, feedback from social media like my business is stable I don't really need to advertise too much more to get more than what I already have like I'm very like healthy with Logan I don't like you know what I mean but it could change you know it's like the comparison game like you see like like what if I were not be able to have kids and you see everybody else having kids like mm -hmm. you know that could be something that happens to me in my life or just like young girls like we talked about like if they don't get enough likes or they don't think they're pretty enough or somebody comments on their post that they have elephant ears like how is that going to affect you down the road when this is like still so new and i think with any sort of you know if you want to have good mental health like and you want to have stable mental health i think social media is probably one of the worst things you can do for yourself quite honestly yeah. like it's terrible and I as a goal for my business I don't want to pull off social media because I just like I have to be active you guys like there's no and not even for massage like I could totally have no social I didn't have social media for massage and my books were basically closed but for yoga it's just different because yeah. yoga is more of a fad and it's just a different outlet or whatever but I really am trying to work hard at different advertisement outlets too because I want to practice what I preach but it's just it's tough I mean social media is like the top of the game that's how you advertise and it's free basically unless you want to sponsor a post but I think from mental health point of view I think it's really important you have to just train your brain if you want to use social media you you have to train yourself to not care about the likes and if you care about the likes you just can't use it like it's or just, just care about other people mm -hmm. in general and just like going forward like I don't know like I want to talk a little bit about because I think this will be a good place to end and I've already told you about this um, I don't think it's talked enough about how it's it's kind of one of those things it's like who you surround yourself with completely affects the person you are but I want to take it a step further and like what you consume 
affects the type of person you are. So let's just hypothetically say, um, you can totally use it for social media, but I'm gonna use an example because this is a good example for me. Um, I've been watching a lot of shows about hauntings and I've been <laughs> listening to a lot of crime junkie. I'm like terrified of ghosts right now and I think someone's gonna always come and kidnap me. Like it's kind of nuts how whatever, whatever information you consume will completely change your perspective on life. And so that's like such a weird but good example of like, I'm in my basement trying to get something last night and I heard a noise and I'm like, okay, this is the night the ghost kills me. Like, you sound that, like both. I know, literally, I know. I'm like, I am freaked out and it's such a good representation of like the information you consume changes your perspective on life. And so you just have to be really careful. That's not just social media, you know, it's music. It's every sort of information. Like I try really hard. I'm just interested in crime shows, but I'm trying hard to like, before I go to bed, put on something happy that I can watch that makes me laugh because it just changes your perspective. You're not as scared before you go to bed. Like it's just yeah. odd, but just like any sort of social media that you're consuming, just know it really has the potential to change your perspective on everything. Your, yourself. It literally has changed so many people's perspective on um, like government and politics and even their voting party just you know mm -hmm. by the information that's brought to them and that's just a weapon used by political parties just anyways regardless but just be careful of your mental health to protect yourself and know that it does have the potential to change your perspective because i don't think people are aware of that enough yeah and i just wanted to talk about it i just thought it was so interesting and i think it's something that is good to just know like you hear about it and you you um like know in the back of your head like okay i'm using this but let's make sure I'm using it for the right way and not yes. the wrong way. So like use it, but make sure you know in your head like your worth is not like because of social media. Like you, like what did you say in class today? Oh, um, my, what did I say? Your mantra, you are you and that is your superpower. Yeah, nobody else is you and that is your superpower. Yeah, so taking that forward, Social media is great, but it also sucks. So, <laughs> And I just want to say one last tidbit. If you think that social media has anything good behind them, I'm just going to say to you, and like I said, I am, we're just as guilty. We use it, blah, 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 whatever. Not talking about that. But it, I think it was a Facebook thing or it was an Instagram. I don't know. One sort of social media that said they knew what they were doing was wrong and they still did, did it. it. Yeah. If that gives you any sort of advice of they're not looking out for the betterment of use, you got to. And that's so true. Yeah. Nobody is you, and that is your superpower. That is what I said, and I was like, yes. To end on a light Good note. Good job, Sophie. To end on a light note, potty training update. Um, no, that's not a light note. It's funny, though. Oh, People God. need to know. I will tell them the story Bo's about Bo's a little Bo. bit retracting in his potty training efforts. So we'll just say that. Let me just quick tell. Well, tell him what he did yes. the, before, because yeah. he did twice at your house before when he went to the bathroom, where, where I looked over and he was going in the bathroom. Okay, well, like a couple weeks ago, that was before I went on my trip. Was it before I, your wedding? Um, no, it was like the weekend before my trip. Because okay. remember, you came over on that Sunday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And okay, yes, I, I was now. working. I had a, two weddings that weekend. So you just came over and were hanging out with Bo. And I was on the computer or something. And all of a sudden, I hear, Bo, no, 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 <laughs> don't do that. And I'm like, what? What's he doing? And he's peeing in the dog dish. Which, whatever. He aimed. At least it was a bowl. It wasn't on the ground. It wasn't on my couch. It wasn't on the carpet. I was like, I just laughed. I didn't care. And then this weekend, you came over and, like, Bo was like, I want to go play with the dogs outside. And I was like, sure, great. Like, threw them outside. Didn't throw them. Sorry. Don't take that seriously. There's a fence. We're not that shitty. <laughs> There's a fence. And I opened the window so I could hear him. And he was outside for probably, like, what, 10 minutes playing with the dogs. 
and all of a sudden he comes back in. He's butt-ass naked, <laughs> and he's like, Auntie Sophie, I peed and pooped outside, and your dogs are eating it. <laughs> it was so exciting. And I was like, where's the poop? Where's the poop? He's like, the dogs ate it. <laughs> like, at first I'm like, wow, good job for, like, not going inside, I guess, but that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> We're just working on it. I feel like sometimes I encourage him too much to go outside because honestly, I'm like, if you don't go in your pants, it's okay. But I think Sophie always tells me and she has a good point. She's like, he's just going to go. Like sometimes he's so busy. He just doesn't want to stop playing. And that's usually when we have issues of like, we were at the Wilkin the other weekend and like he was playing with our nephew and yeah. it was just like, he was so busy. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Tyler, did he shit his pants again? What the? And then I was just like, oh, I just yeah. want to. I just remember my mom telling me that about boys. They were just yeah. like, they're so busy. So whenever I watch him, I always have to like ask him. He'll, like, he always says no. Yeah. But I make him go. And sometimes I do too. Like, oh, okay. Another thing. So, uh, and then, and then we'll wrap it up because it's yeah. another bow potty training thing. So I let Bo pee in the shower all the time. Like, I know there's a debate if people pee in the shower oh, or don't. 100%. Every, I always pee in the shower. There's people who pee in the shower and there's people who lie about peeing in the shower. Everybody yeah, pees in the shower. Everybody pees in the shower. It's like, and if you don't, like, where were you raised? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm like, Bo, yeah, pee in the shower, okay? So every time he showers, he knows he has to pee. So Bo loves to take baths with me, which he's probably at the age where maybe it's, like, time to not take baths. But he's just always so cute. He's like, I just want to, like, cuddle you and whatever. So sometimes if I'm taking a bath, um, I'll let him, like, come in. And we didn't have a shower for a little bit because we were redoing our bathroom. It's another another topic <laughs> for another day. And so he came in and took uh, – I was like, I didn't want him to because I was so tired and it's, like, my time to escape. But I was like, every time I turn the bathtub on, he just – Pitter-patter through the house. Are you taking a bath, Mom? And I don't want to take have, a bath you with you. I don't have a door right now. Yeah, I don't have a door on my bathroom. So he comes and he lays with me in the bath. And he's so proud of himself. He looks at me and he's like, Mom, I peed. And I was like, you guys, this is the piece of shit human I am. So he told me, so he gets in the bathtub. He pees in the bathtub. And I was like, I'm already sitting in his pee. What's the difference if I sit here for five more minutes or if I sit here and drain it and refill it? And I literally sat in his pee for five minutes and I'm like, I'm just not going to wash myself. I'm getting out of this shit. I was so annoyed. Ew. So now, when you're a mother, moms will maybe relate or maybe they'll be like, you're disgusting. But regardless, <laughs> so now every time before we go and he has to even shower or take a bath now, I'm just like, Get your ass on that toilet and pee, or at least try to pee, because you are not coming in here with me and peeing on I me I want a again. big treat. That's what he always says. I said, I want a big treat if I pee. I'm like, oh, he always so wants annoyed. treats at your house. He does, and you know what? It works. I do get him to poop in the toilet if I just give him lots of chocolate chips. So. No, he loves chocolate chips. So. The other day, Sophie made cookies. They were chocolate chip, and I looked at him on the counter. I'm like, what are you doing? And he was, like, picking off all the cookie and eating yeah, the chocolate Yeah, he wasn't even eating chip. the cookie. He was just eating the chocolate chips on it. I was like, you oh. little butthole. But anyway. Okay, let's wrap it up. I freaking love you. Have a good week. Freaking love you. Bye.